This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Welcome to a new month here on Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Thomas, of course, joined by some good friends here. This series in particular has been, well, I say most of these series have been super convicting. Yeah. Man, I mean, Lord, please help us all. But this one in particular just has so much to do. um, It literally affects us every day in the Mm. 21st century as humans. Um, So while there's many of us that may not have the latest and the greatest in whatever device it is, um, we are talking about our engagement and involvement in the online world and the Mm -hmm. online space. Mm -hmm. And the struggle is real in the sense that we are swimming truly in a sea of technology, Mm -hmm. right? Like our phones are next to our bed. There are alarm clocks. I mean, goodness, they're even like our heart rate monitors. Well, for some people, you know, I mean, they really are uh, involved in so many areas of our lives. And so much of what is making our lives easier and easier, um, in some cases is also requiring less and less of our own awareness. So with that being said, for the next four weeks, we want to just look at specific ways, um, especially in that online space, uh, that we've allowed our devices to dictate the way we live Mm -hmm. and how we can use them with more mindfulness, um, and really intentionality Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Yeah. It's so weird. Like just even hearing you say what it's like today and to Mm -hmm. think back, now, I know I'm older than both of you guys, but like, it's crazy to think of what has happened in oh. 20 years time. It's insane. Crazy. I remember going to college and I got a, one of those flip phones yes. for my senior high school, senior year graduation gift for my parents. And yes. I remember it sat in my dorm room for my entire freshman year of college. You didn't use it? I mean, I pulled it out a couple times to like call wow. my mom and dad at night. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know what I'm going to. That's crazy. I don't don't know that I need this, but thank you, you know, for for this this gift. It's hilarious. And that was college for me. Yeah. I'm showing my age now, but. Well, remember when you had to text by pressing it three times to get the letter you wanted? T9 feature. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I'm just thinking like literally the computer was making, like was actually making its way into homes when I was a young kid. Yes. Yes. It's it's just crazy to see what has happened since then. It's crazy to see that social media has really only been within the Mm. last like 15, 10, 15 years where it's really gone from like just kind of a thing to like, I was talking to um, my kids uh, teachers the other day for anyone listening. You're like, what? Your kid has teachers. That's what they call them. (laughs) He's in, it's true. He's, right. he's nine months old, but he has teachers. <laughs> but they're the teachers. Um, but we were just talking about the day of MySpace. Like oh. when MySpace was, I don't even know if I'm like Dude. looking at y'all going to y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The top, I don't know. The top eight. Yeah. Yes. Your top yes. eight. It's an important so, position it, in your life. It is, it is. I mean, that was, that was not that long ago. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. just insane to see what has happened. And what I just look at is I'm just going like, we just weren't. We weren't prepared for this. We weren't. Pre- right. I mean, and now again, like all the science that's coming out about what social media is doing to kids and the development sure. of their minds and all of that, it's just, it's like 
we we need to take a step back yeah. and say what is I'm literally just have thought I hope by the time my kid is old enough to have social mm. media there's going to be like actual bans on it for right. like yeah. I really am yeah, just yeah, hoping yeah. there's laws by yes. that time yes. it's not because they're going to figure out how damaging it's been oh to people but but yeah it's just I don't know I I don't know if people are listening to this going okay another series on how I'm on my phone too much yeah. and how to act better online and all of that like I. I hope, first of all, that everyone hears what you said. This is convicting for all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is something that I truly feel like I cannot be reminded of mm-hmm. enough. For I've sure. read a lot. I've heard a lot. And I can't be reminded enough because it is so inundated. Yes. Like we are, like you said, swimming in it every day. And have, I think, probably gotten so used to it that we don't think much about oh, it anymore. For sure. So I just think it's great that we're continuing this conversation. For many of you, I'm going to assume this isn't like the first time you've been thinking about this or heard <laughs> something about this, but it's just an ongoing com- uh, conversation that I think needs to never stop. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think also the conversation is really about, I know this is going to sound, for anybody who's been around Mercy much, they're going to be like, of course you're going to say this. <laughs> but this is not just about us talking about the behaviors and like, you should stop spending so much time on this and you should do right. this and yeah. don't do this. And it's not just about like, as we always say it's not just about behavior management mm-hmm. here but we're really going to actually talk about what's underneath a lot of this for some of us yeah if you think nothing's underneath it for you maybe this series will open your <laughs> yes. eyes to that because we're going to talk Be about surprised. the underlying beliefs the yeah. underlying wounds the underlying desires that are really that we're seeking to heal or yeah. or fulfill through mm-hmm. our online yes. engagement you know and so um on that note, before we jump into anything, one scripture that really, I think, kind of captures some of what we're going to be covering is Second Peter 2.19 that basically says, you are a slave to whatever controls you. One of the quotes that I've used sometimes at our workshops is from Priscilla Shire, where she said, you are a slave to whatever you can't say no to. Ooh, so so I just think about when people are like, I could never, I could never step away from social media mm-hmm. for a month. Yeah. Okay, well then... Maybe we should consider that you're a slave to it. If you can't say no to it, are you enslaved to it? You know? And so even if you're thinking, Hey, my online habits are not hurting anybody else. Um, let's just consider and think over the next few weeks, at least could those online habits be hurting you or controlling you? Um, Mm -hmm. so just some things to ponder as we kick this off. Yeah. And if you're, you know, interested in diving more into this subject, we're we're basing kind of this series off of a couple of different resources. Uh, one's called The TechWise Family. It's by Andy Crouch, and the other one is a book called 12 Ways Your Phone Is Changing You by Tony Rinky, I believe is how you pronounce it. We're going to go with that. Yeah, it sounds Tony Rinky. Let us know if we're botching your name. Sorry. Yeah. Both of these are great reads and they really get to the the kind of the heart of the technology conversations. So, uh, today we're going to kick off the topic by looking at the way our devices affect the way we approach community or how our online engagement, you know, affects community mm-hmm. and the way that we act in that community mm-hmm. online. You know, it's no, ex- uh, no secret that we experience people differently online and even act differently ourselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. uh, it can feel kind of like a, a, a free for all where anything can be said without any accountability for any party because, uh, it, it kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is a free for all. Because it is. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you were just talking about how, you know, it's really uh, social media anyway mm-hmm. is really only exploded in the last 15 years, 10 mm-hmm. years, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I feel like we're all still trying to figure it out. There's no yeah. etiquette in place for it. Mm-hmm. There's yes. no um, 
you know, social norms for that. It's yeah. just, well, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where a lot of these problems that, that, that we're going to talk about have, have come from. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, let's dive into that question. Yeah. That is such a great question. And even in the book, uh, the TechWise family, Andy talks about how this is the first generation that we will be, you're saying we don't have a manual for this right. and we don't. Mm-hmm. Right. So this will be the first generation, like our kids, um, seeing what happens with a device from the onset of like birth. That sounds horrible, right. but yeah. it's true. I mean, early on childhood, how that affects all the way through a lifespan. Right. Um, so actually we're going to go back just a little bit. I'm going to try to make this not sound like a history lesson, although I'm not going to lie. I love history, y'all. So, I mean, I kind of geeked out over this part. But Andy talks about, in the book Tech-Wise, tech um, he kind of starts from the beginning. Like Mel said, we want to get to the root of this and look at not just the behaviors or the symptoms, but why why this is such an issue, why we can't say no to yeah. our phones or to that online space. So he breaks it down to actually what a person is made of. Flesh and bone, yes, but also the biblical teaching of the heart. So our our heart, soul, and mind, like in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, and how we were created. We were made to love God with all those things. Um, we were made to worship Him with all those things. Um, and really what we worship or what we pay attention to, we've seen that even in our discussion in the last couple of months, like that's what gets our heart. That's where our treasure is. That's where our time and attention, that's where our, our essentially our worship is like what we're mm-hmm. pouring all of our focus on. Yeah. So when we worship God, that's when we're the most satisfied, content, peace, where we find the most happiness. Um, and after this, he explains the onset of, of tools. So he talks about history, um, you know, like a hammer, you see a hammer come in that makes life more enjoyable, right? It mm-hmm. takes skill. It takes a hand to the actual thing. It involves like you physically, mentally. Um, and so, you know, you can see that with a piano, a skillet, all the things I was trying mm-hmm. to think of all the tools, you know, that we still use, but then you Pianos see and skillets. Pia- pia- yeah. pianos and skillets. <laughs> yes. Hey y'all, we're covering a wide range. We are. It's a lot of tools. Actually, <laughs> I want to know how to use a cast iron skillet. There is a lot of preparation. Anyways, that's another. There's a lot to it. Um, We'll dive into that on another podcast. That is. That'll be our next series on (laughs) skillet, the the lost art. But all that to say, he then dives into technology and how we see the onset of that and really um, how technology was made to make life easier. It's not a bad thing. I mean, you even look at um, a car. He talks about car being a technology, being a device and Mm -hmm. how, you know, Far less now, but there used to be a day when you could go in the garage and pop open the hood and you could fix a lot of that with your own hands Mm -hmm. from learning that skill. And so now, um, so much of that is computerized Mm -hmm. that has changed. But in that whole process, the way he kind of ties us all together with a bow is that because technology has made things easier, it's become our escape. So where we have, you know, looked to, um, where we feel empty, where we feel hopeless or where we may feel depressed, we have then taken technology and with that same heart, soul, mind concept, because we're made to love with all of us, instead of turning to the Lord, Mm -hmm. we turn to whatever is the most easy. Mm -hmm. And the most easy is usually not what's hard. (laughs) It's, it's, it's popping open my Instagram and getting a quick hit from a comment or, you know, hopping on Facebook and seeing if anybody responded or liked Mm -hmm. my post. Mm -hmm. And that really kind of shed some light on what am I turning to again as like my quick fix, but honestly, like a little God Mm -hmm. in my life. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like, uh, Andy also talks about 
junk food. Like when you're hungry, you pop open that bag of potato chips and it kind of satisfies. Like mm-hmm. it kind of yeah, hits the mark. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's. Okay. Actually, I need that now. Actually, salt and vinegar chips uh, are Jimmy oh, John. Man. I know. I know what I'm having for lunch. I know. Oh, Thank you. Lunch. You're up. Sorry. Yeah. So that sounds delicious. But what he's saying is when you're truly hungry, you need a full meal. Right. Like you're looking for that three course meal. And right. so when we turn to these things, instead of turning to our maker, the one, only one who can truly satisfy us, satisfy us. Did I say that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Satisfy mm-hmm. us. Um, we are left wanting. Mm-hmm. We are left, um, really kind of with this cycle of looking to something that is not going to satisfy us mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah. Mercy really expresses love very well. All the staff would write little notes or you'd pass by and they'd encourage you and they would not stop loving on you and it didn't even matter what you did or how many times you did it they just continued to love on you and that's what God intended for us to do is to love one another and to show each other love and I mean I walked in there feeling hopeless and feeling like no one could ever love me and if people knew about my story then you know they put me out or shame is one of the things that just jumps right out that window when you're at mercy because there is no shame there and there is no judgment there and you go in there and you're able to be honest you're able to be real and you're able to break chains that you never expected would be you know broken and I met God at Mercy. Please visit mercymultiplied.com today for more information. And remember, there is no problem too big or too small for God. And, you know, for anybody who's thinking, okay, well, here we go. We're going to just bash technology, bash online community, bash. No, we recognize that you know, this podcast is part of that. Right. So. It's literally, right. thank you, Caleb. We're part yeah. of the problem. Yeah. We're part of really the issue. Really great point. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, technology. Right. Otherwise, Mercy Talk would not be a thing. But yeah, you know, um, it's honestly just to even say, I, I don't know. I, I just think in community, we always say, well, people are using technology or using um, online community mm-hmm. to replace face-to-face community. Is that true? Yes. But also, can it be true that the online world is enhancing community mm-hmm. in some ways? Yeah. 100%. For sure. I'm like, I have face-to-face interaction with people that I would never be able to have face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. via technology. I'm yes. like, yes. I don't know if anybody uses Marco Polo. I say Marco Polo. I'm a fan. Yes. You know, yes. so my family who's all over the country has a Marco Polo together. So we literally get to see each other's faces and listen to each other's voices all throughout the week. That is a really sweet it's thing. Yeah. It actually has my family more connected than There's it was before. There's no way before. I'm telling my family about Marco Polo. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> so, some people out there go, oh, you're going to want to hold that secret <laughs> right. really close right. to the vest. That's really funny. Um, but, you know, even groups of friends that I have here that it's really hard for us to get together. We have a Marco Polo. I'm not, this is not a Marco Polo advertisement, but I'm just saying but it's like, helpful. But it this is. Is, <laughs> these are examples of ways that it has helped me actually yes. stay more connected. Yes. I mean, let's go all the way back to the day when you had pen pals and a rope. Uh, now, mm. listen, I Dude. love me a handwritten card or letter. <laughs> yes. So I'm all on board with still doing that. I actually think it's really sweet and meaningful. But like the fact that we can just communicate and stay connected with people so much easier yeah. than before. Social media. Yeah. I get to see pictures. I get to. I mean, when I go to my high school reunion, 
I'm not going to my high school game. I was like, are you going? If I were if, to, yes. <laughs> then I would see people from high school that I'm like, I actually have a clue as to what's going on in your life because yes. of, you know, right. so yeah. it's not to say that it's all bad. It's not to say that in some ways community can be enhanced through it because yeah. it can literally be at the touch of your fingertips. But I mean, I even think through on Facebook, like you can find communities of people that like the things that you like or are involved in the things that, I mean, literally, I bet if you searched on Facebook, you could find interest groups for everyone. Oh yeah. I love Star Wars. Oh, 100%. I love 100% skillets. I don't know. Like, I don't, I love this band. Yeah. (laughs) Like find anything that you get excited about or any hobby, you're going to find online communities for it, which is cool. I would say on the flip side of that, um, it can also turn bad <laughs> very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just now thinking a lot of like what the, you know, what can be good the enemy can use for bad. Oh, so yeah. um, this sure. can also mean I think that we end up surrounding ourselves with people who think just like us, mm-hmm. who believe the same things that we do, yeah. who are exactly like us. We can start to live in this bubble. We can start to, you know, is it called group think where yeah, you just like thing. basically everything that this, this group of people thinks we all think, yeah. you know, right. and it can really become very territorial. It can mm-hmm. become very divisive. And so I think sometimes we've got to be very careful about like, just taking stock of, mm-hmm. of really those communities that we're in. And am I just now, am I putting myself in this group and saying, this is what's right and everybody else is wrong. You know, I think if we only surround, I mean, this is just a given in life. If sure. we only surround ourselves with people who think the exact same way that we do or believe the exact same things that we believe, pride can start to set in oh, and we man. can start to think, Hey, we're right. Everybody mm-hmm. else is wrong. We can get very close minded, mm-hmm. very close hearted towards people, yeah. judgmental towards people, critical towards people. It can really turn into a bad thing. So, I mean, you see this play out all the time. Oh. Listen, I am, yeah. I am <laughs> dreading like presidential election time oh, on mean, Facebook. I am literally yes. just, I'm probably going to have to shut it down oh, for yes. a while because I just can't handle, I am all for people sharing their thoughts and sharing right. their beliefs, but it gets so ugly oh, online. Right. Um, and I don't know, one of the things I know I shared this with you before the series that, um, I loved was a, a portion of a book that I read by Shauna Nequist. Oh, yeah. This is so good. And she, and I have adopted this, myself because I'm like, I don't really do a lot of that bantering online. Mm -hmm. And I've actually had moments where I've thought, should I like, does this mean I'm just being a pansy because I'm not engaging in these conversations? Mm -hmm. Like I've actually wondered if it was, I don't know, weak of me that I'm not exerting my beliefs and thoughts online, you know, and I read this of hers and I was like, thank you, Shauna. I needed someone to put words to what I actually was feeling feeling about it. So I'm actually just going to read this little excerpt. It's it's okay. Um, so I had to go back and find if it because I, I actually posted it on oh, my Instagram did. a long time ago to say, hey, world, this is why you don't hear from me on this. Save it. Save it again. <laughs> we'll, need it. we'll need to hear it all again. <laughs> so this is what she said. She said, it's not because I don't have strong opinions. I do. And anyone who knows me well knows that there is no shortage of those strong opinions. But that's the point. I share those strong opinions in the context of relationship because I think that's the healthiest place for them. Around our table, we will have all sorts of conversations and disagreements and differences of opinion, but we can hear each other's voices and we know one another's stories. When we can create a loving, kind framework to hold all the differing voices, it's near impossible to do that online. And so I've made it a policy that I don't. 
So I was already feeling that. Hello. And then when I read that, I was like, well, that just became my official policy as well. Oh my gosh. I'm going to share these strong, maybe divisive opinions that I have. And I do have strong ones mm-hmm. and I'm going, I have made it my personal. And listen, I'm not saying everybody in the world needs to do this. I just know for me, I have decided to make that my own personal policy as sure. well, that I'm going to share those strong opinions within the context of relationship where I can see people's faces, where I can hear voices and where I know the other person's heart and they know my heart. And we can have those conversations in a healthy life giving way. Cause you look at scripture, Jesus didn't agree with everybody, but he was able to speak truth with so much Mm, grace. And so you, it is so hard to do that online. It's so hard to do that through a screen and through yeah. typed words. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there as something for people to maybe consider. Would like, is this quote? the best? Send me, send me that. Send that, quote. Like, um, that in my life. Yeah, I just think okay. it's, um, it's so important to be mindful of where am I choosing to have these types of conversations? And could it be that it's the only way to do it in a really loving, kind, and truthful way mm-hmm. is actually within the context of relationship, yeah. maybe even in person? Yeah. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. 100%. So <laughs> that's so good. And the other thing I'll say kind of tagging on that too, is a lot of times, and again, it's just real practical right now because of the season we're in y'all. Mm-hmm. It's about to get really real online mm-hmm. and people that we love and see on a normal basis. Um, these feelings or even these thoughts of like, well, you don't get it or you're just, uh, and we'll talk more about that in a minute can so easily rise up. And I love what you said. Like, I just, I choose to have those conversations in a place where, Basically, the other person knows that I care about them. Mm-hmm. I see them as a person. Um, and when we get heated and we feel, you know, like we want to have either the last word or we just want to prove our point, we can get really, um, you know, happy with posting whatever it is we want to post. Mm-hmm. And I would also include, um, maybe quick to assume things are true that maybe are not, mm-hmm. um, especially with news or articles. And so I would just, I mean, I'm speaking. Speaking to this in my own life, just make sure that like what you're reporting or posting or taking to heart as truth, that it really is like you've either gone and looked up some of the information for yourself or you've gone and asked that person yourself. And you've had, like Mel said, I, that's so important that you're, you're having that conversation with that person because there's just so much margin for error there. Right. And if we assume or we think, oh, I'm going to post this, I heard this, it's true, or this person automatically thinks this, I'm going to assume that about mm-hmm. them, we can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking about personal experience mm-hmm. that I have made the mistake. So, yeah. yeah, we forget that, you know, behind a, a profile picture, it's a real person, you mm-hmm. know, it's a real person created yes. in the image of God. And, yes. yeah. you know, that, um, yeah, and we can't let our, you know, our desire to be right to, mm-hmm. you know, trump our, our, our love for others. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I mean, it's funny because even just thinking as we were talking earlier, I was like, you know, because technology is so new, because we're still kind of figuring out, we don't have a manual for it. I'm like, yeah, there's not really much in scripture about how to engage with the (laughs) online community, but I'm like, wait, what? That doesn't matter. Like the truth of God applies to every era, every context. It's right. So it's like, it says to speak the truth, but it also says to be loving and gracious and kind and compassionate. And if the online community is not a place where that can happen, then maybe that's not the place where that needs to happen. Like I'm not, again, maybe I am starting to get a little strong on this topic, but I'm just like, if we are supposed to um, speak our beliefs and our truth, um, 
our truth. I don't like the, the way that sounds at all. If we're supposed to speak what we believe yeah. and, and what we think and our opinions on certain things, sure. if we're supposed to do that within the context of a loving, mm. uh, I don't know, Relationship. context, yeah, if you context. Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't do it online. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw it out there that I don't know. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to do that. So yeah. if, if you can't, then well, maybe scripture I mean, does already address that. You're not looking that. at the person. You're yeah. looking at the yes. phone. So you are separated. Yeah. Yes. And so you forget, yes. you know, because you're not staring someone in the eyes, you're yes. staring at a, at a picture. Yes. Right. Right. You know? yes, yes, and if you're talking to a picture that's sitting on your nightstand, well, that's way different than right. talking yeah. to someone in person. No, 100%. You know? Good 100%. Point. And yeah. how many times have you ever like, okay, I'm just going to full confession time, guys. Have you ever had an experience with somebody online and then you see them either the next day or you have to encounter them in another space and, and, you're like, man, what happened online? So, for example, this is a very oh. silly, but like, they unfriended me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, I can f- relate to this. This has happened specifically in my family. And this causes a lot of strife. But then we see each other at Thanksgiving and we're still eating pie together. Right. Mm-hmm. And I go, I wonder what would happen if I did not allow my online experiences to define our relationship. Right. You know, like this, no, we're going to stop this here. I want to see and interact and, and talk about these things mm-hmm. in person. Mm-hmm. Just, but wait, somebody in your family Sorry. unfriended somebody else in your family. Oh yes. Right. I mean, pretty, pretty, well, wow. Well, but, but it's it, a but burn. It's a burn, but it, those kind of things. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you that took up a lot of, of stress at the table, even before yeah. like the meal was had. And I just thought, man, is this real life guys? Like that ha- it is real life. Cause it's the world we're mm-hmm. living in social media and Facebook and Instagram today in the 21st century. But like we're allowing that to own the way we interact with each other in person. So, so yeah. that's a good point too, though, that it, to realize like it is real life. Yes. Cause for a long time, I yes. think we talked about social media, like, well, that's not, not real, real life. life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But now no. with the way that our world has gone, that is real life. <laughs> it's real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so true. be aware of that. Yes. That like, this is real life, yes. real people, real, uh, emotions, yes. real everything yeah. is involved. Yeah. That's yes. really good. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we can go back enough just to like, the basics of scripture and how it says that we are supposed to treat one another. I'm just mm, thinking too so about like whatever is, you know, like encourage one another, build yes. each other up. Don't yes. use your words to tear down. Like all the right. things that we're putting out there. I just think it's to say that, you know, scripture doesn't address mm. social media or scripture yeah. doesn't address like right. it. 100% does For it. Sure. 100% addresses right. the way you love people, speak to people, address people right. are kind to people disagree with every, like that is addressed. Yes. And so you have to figure out how to do that within the context of the online space or social media, if you will. Um, and if you can't, then there's gotta be a lot of mm. like stepping back and going, right. is this the best place for me to be, or just yes. even these conversations to be had. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Well, there's 61 one another commands. Six, in scripture. 16 Six, Caleb. Yes. And so way. go find those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just apply those to yeah. everywhere, offline, online. I yes. mean, if you start, you know, even if you just apply one, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, encourage one another in love. Well, okay. There you go. Yeah. Right, I'm going to start there yes. and that's going to be a hard one, yeah. <laughs> especially online. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. I mean, and I know sure. people who've literally said, I have chosen, I know a, a really well-known pastor who said, I have chosen 
to keep, you know, social media and I'm going to use social media in every possible way mm-hmm. for good and for yeah. building up in every way. Yep. And so like that is her intent of her heart that like she's going to get on there. She's going to love people. She's going to encourage people. She's going to speak words of life. She's going to post things that build people up. She's going to, mm-hmm. you know, and That's so good. like to say, I mean, and it's got to be so intentional, I think, yeah. to say I am going to use everything that I do online for good. Yes. It can be used for good. Yes. So 100%. Well, just the intention 100%. of your heart. That's so good. Well, and I love even what you said about, you know, the scripture does address this. And then Caleb was like, yeah, there's like 61 verses. Another verse is um, a couple weeks ago, my pastor talked about the passage in Matthew 5 where, um, well, I'll just read it so you don't have to hear me pra- paraphrase it. It's not as good as the Brooke Kiel's paraphrase version. That's <laughs> <laughs> not as good as a BKT. Um, but it says, you've heard, this is Matthew 5, 20, starting at 21. You've heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you were even angry with someone, if you were subject to judgment, if you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in dangers of the fires of hell. And that's that's actually the NLT version. But there's several versions that say, even if you say, um, he uses the word Raka, uh, R-A-C-A. And I did a little dive into this. And Raka is actually an Aramaic. Did I say that right, Caleb? Mm-hmm. Aramaic word. Um, it actually literally means um, empty-headed mm-hmm. or foolish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I haven't murdered anybody. Good job. Check for how today. Many how many times? Oh gun, he's oh an idiot. I was like, yeah. y'all, for real. Like, yeah, I need I, to go pray. <laughs> oh, seriously. When my pastor kind of broke this down, it was so convicting because, of course, we he opens it up. And I'm like, you know, whispering a, a self-righteous prayer of like, thank you, Lord, that like, you know. I haven't killed anybody. And then he's like, well, who in your life have you looked at and gone, you just don't know much, do you? And, and basically with your words made them less than what God mm-hmm. intended them to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, yes, mm-hmm. I have. It was yeah. very, right. so, so convicting. And so again, like Mel said, scripture absolutely addresses this. Um, and again, what she was mentioning about using social media for good, sometimes the best medicine when we're struggling with how we feel mm-hmm. about another person, whether it is that, that hatred or that bitterness or that, I mean, goodness, comparison, envy, all the things is to get into a habit of forcing yourself to just do it, to get on there and speak encouragement and speak life even when you don't feel that. And we saw that in our last series when we talked about rooting for rivals a little bit about, um, you know, that abundance and scarcity mentality and all of those root issues, but really being proactive in that to say, okay, I sense this in my own heart. Holy Spirit, you've brought this up. I see that this is an issue. I'm jealous or I'm angry or I'm whatever. Lord, have your way deal with me. And in the meantime, I'm going to be proactive about loving others online, mm-hmm. speaking life and encouraging. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, so. man, y'all, we could keep going. And thankfully we are going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just not more today right. um, because we've got more to come in this series, more really um, important topics, I think that are still to come. Um, but as we always do, mm. we want to leave you with some really specific things to step back and consider. Yes. Um, I think just based on kind of what we've shared today, I don't know, there's not really one specific thing coming to mind to say, go do this, but I would encourage everyone to take a a real step back and just assess um, 
you know, how am I using this mm-hmm. in my life? Um, first of all, I know this is a cliche question, but it's a really good one to always ask. Is there any way that I'm using this to actually replace face-to-face community? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we've already said that it can really be used to enhance community, and I love that. Enhance it, mm-hmm. um, but not replace it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage people before you post or comment on yes. any post that's yes. out there to ask yourself, what is the intention? Oh, that's good. Um, to just say, why am I doing this? And does this fall in line with what scripture has called me to do? Mm-hmm. And guys, I'm not saying don't post your thoughts on things. Like, right. I think that's no. important and it's, it can be a good space for that. Um, it's just, it's just knowing, it's just being very intentional and being very aware and not mm-hmm. being like just flipping about it. Sure. Um, and also saying like, if I post this, is this a super, super divisive topic where the comments under this post are going to get ugly? Like yeah. I may not have that, but am I? fostering a divisive environment fostering that's online even if I'm not you know so just ask some questions before you hit post or comment just take a second Um, and so and then also I would just say um, I would encourage you to like man if you are online and or if you're on social media like go on today and find someone Mm -hmm. to love find someone to encourage do something say speak life into someone um, and just really intend to use it for good. So I know those are quite a few things, but just a few things to consider to take Mm -hmm. away. So I'm really excited about where we're headed in our future shows. So we hope that you enjoyed today and we hope that you will join us next week as we continue our conversation on how to just really navigate um, the online space well and in a God honoring way. So we hope you'll join us next week. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.